everybody, I'm Connor, that's Doug, and welcome to the Bethel School District Presents podcast. We got a big show for you this week, and we are talking sports. The world-famous Harlem Wizards are coming to town to take on a team of Bethel All-Stars, and one of those players is our very own Community Connections Director, Darius Alexander. He will be joining us in studio today to talk about that and much more, but while we're on the topic of sports, Doug, don't strike me as much of a jock. I'm guessing you didn't play any high school sports. Well, I can see how you got there, but it might surprise you to know I actually did wrestle my sophomore year. No kidding. What was your finishing move? Getting pinned? Actually, yes. I was quite terrible. Never won a match. Dug a mania. Never had a chance to run completely wild. How about you, Connor? Were you Sporty Spice in high school? Nah, not really. To quote Canada's great punk pop poet laureate Avril Lavigne, I was just a skater boy and rolled around on four wheels for the majority of my formative years. That's pretty cool. I'm guessing you had a lot of hills to work with out there in Montana. Did you ever do an acid drop 900 airwalk alley oop off your backside axle? Doug, I think you've maybe been playing a little too much Tony Hawk pro skater. I kept four wheels on the ground, but I do like that question. I posed it to our first guest, Spanaway Lake High School ELA and leadership teacher, Karina Smurfat. Huh. PE was not my strength, and I did not play any sports. I wasn't that good at it. Um, the only thing they forced me to do was track. Um, I guess my teacher discovered that I'm really good with resistance. So he was asking me to go to all kind of meets and um, give me all kind of assignments for like five miles and stuff that almost killed me many times. <laughs> but kind of that's all. Okay, so maybe you're not much of an athlete yourself, but you are a sports fan and you're one of the people who's helping to bring the world famous Harlem Wizards basketball team here to Spanaway Lake High School for a game against our own Bethel All-Stars. So first, can you just tell us a little bit where this idea came from and how it came to be that this team's coming here to play our All-Stars? I met Harlem uh, Wizards back in 2018 at the convention, and I thought it was pretty neat that they are willing to travel all the way from New York to entertain um, our Bethel School District. So um, at that time, I was the North Star PTA president, so I invited them to our district to represent that school. Um, unfortunately, COVID started, so we were shut down. We couldn't continue with the contract. So looking through my notes um, a couple months back, I realized that I still have their contacts, and to my surprise, when I reached out to them, they were actually in the area in October, so they were super excited to join our school. For people who maybe don't know the Wizards, who hadn't heard of them, what can they expect to see from this team? I mean, everybody heard about Globe Trouters, right? So it's kind of, it's their fundraising part of the same team. They do amazing hoop loops and high-flying valley alley, whatever they call them. It is really cool, entertaining uh, tricks. They are very good comedians, too, so they make the game really, really fun. So I think we're going to, we're in for a good show. So we know the Wizards are going to be on point. We know they're a fantastic basketball team. What can we expect from our Bethel All-Stars? You know, this, this is a team made up of administrators and teachers. I'm sure they're all fine athletes, but this is going to be their first time playing together. W what are your hopes for this team? Ooh, I think that's going to be really fun. We have about three schools involved. We have administrators from uh, Cedar Crest, from Spanaway Middle School, Spanaway Lake, of course, and the district, people from the district. I know they are in the process of trying to come up with a very fun name, a very cool matching outfit for everybody. So I think it's going to be a really fun show. So if, if nothing else, come for the cool outfits and see your, some of your favorite teachers and administrators hooping it up with the pros. So you, you mentioned that this is kind of the fundraising arm of the Globetrotters. What, 
are we raising funds for on this game? We always need money here at high school to invest back in our uh, students, athletic-wise and all kind of clubs. So all this money is going to go back to our students to make sure they develop their dreams. Fantastic. Thank you, Karina. And if you'd like to see more of the Harlem Wizards, get a taste of what their brand of basketball looks like, you can find them on Instagram at WorldFamousHarlemWizards, all one word. Connor, that game sounds like it's going to be fantastic. The Harlem Wizards come into town to take on the Swayside Ballers, made up of school and district personnel. October 4th, Spanaway Lake High School Gymnasium. Be sure to check out our Facebook page to buy your tickets. And let's keep talking about basketball because with us is Darius Alexander, our new director of Community Connections, and he is actually playing on the team, one of the Swayside Ballers. Darius, welcome back to the show. What position will you be playing? You know, at my magnificent height of... Five foot five and three quarters, probably. Um, I plan on playing like a split between power forward and center. Um, anybody that comes in the paint, I'm blocking everything. It's a wrap for anybody that comes in there. I appreciate you doing the Matumbo finger wag a lot that game. <laughs> oh, most most definitely, most definitely. Is that finger wag something you teach the kids as you coach at Chief Leshai? Um, negative because I'm not a big like trash talker when I'm teaching young people to do it, but when I'm out there, it's a different story. I'm there to put on a show, you know, ride for my teammates. Darius, how long have you been coaching over at Chief Leshai? This year will be six years, and one thing I'm super proud of is just seeing the program grow from, first of all, the young men that are part of it, but last year we also made it to state, lost by a point over in Spokane, but it's been a, it's been a fun ride. That's an amazing track record. We're looking forward to the game. We didn't bring you here to actually talk about basketball. That just worked out nicely for us. This year our district is kicking off the Superintendent's Student Leadership Council. That's going to serve as a platform where students can amplify their voices and engage with district leadership and school staff. Students will have the opportunity to provide firsthand perspective experiences, feedback and ideas, thoughts about their educational experiences. This is going to be a game changer for us. And in partnering with students, we'll use their input to help influence district and school culture and engagement with policies, procedures, and practices. Darius, you're a big part of this undertaking. Tell us about where this idea for the Superintendent Student Leadership Council came from. So it came from district leadership and then also some of the work that we've been doing in the Equity and Achievement Department for the past few years. And the whole intent is really just bringing students' voices to the table to talk about their experience. One thing that I'm super big on is all of us do a great job and we all have the best intents of serving our students, but none of us are actually in school in 2023. So the idea really came from some of the work that we were doing in the Equity and Achievement Department, as I was saying, um, but then the results that we were getting from it of really identifying the gaps and barriers and especially coming back from COVID, it's a new reality for our students and just bringing them to the forefront helped us identify different ways to influence policies. And I'm glad you mentioned the Equity and Achievement Department. Prior to joining the Community Connections team, you had a lot of experience working with students as an equity specialist. What kind of topics do you think students will be bringing to the table in this new role? First thing they're going to talk about are rules, and then that would slow. That would eventually transition into relationships with their peers, trying to figure out how do you navigate being part of a community, how do you build community, um, then also finding ways to connect both with the adults in the buildings, um, connect with people in the community, and again, connecting with their peers, extracurricular activities, and then understand the why behind policy. That's the stuff that comes up a lot. When they're talking about rules, it's they can agree with the rules if they can understand the why and why it pertains to their reality. So that goes back to hearing their voices. Um, and then also it's just what's relevant in their world and to their future. Times are changing, opportunities are changing, and our experiences are completely different than theirs. And put just giving them the opportunity to speak, we can identify different things. And just give an example for myself, um, working in when I worked in Federal Way, my push was always 
this is what you need to do to go to college. This is what you need to go do to go to college. And then some kids were like, that's not really my goal. I want to go into a trade. So just being able to identify different things like that. All that work you do with students really going to make you a valuable member of this team as we bring the superintendent's student leadership council online. I've heard you say before that when you work with students, you tell them everything is a blank sheet of paper. Tell me about that mindset. So as a society, we operate from a sense of adopted norms, and we kind of use those to guide our decisions and our approach on things. One thing I learned from students that um, it threw me off. I grew up military family saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. You respect your adults right off the bat. And one thing a student told me once is that we don't respect you right off just because of your age. It's a give and take kind of situation, right? And so what I try to make sure the kids understand is our success is really dependent upon their success and we work for them. And so when I say it's a blank sheet of paper, it's taking the focus off of me and what my expectations might be or what my dreams and goals might be for them and saying, you fill up the piece of paper and let me figure out where the gaps are and how I can serve you and help you based on the experiences that I have. So it's really just giving them the opportunity to say, you're important, you matter. It's not about what I think or what I want for you, but what you want for yourself. So this project has a lot of teams behind it. It's got our schools, our equity department, the Office of Secondary Schools, Community Connections, and so on, which really shows the importance the district's putting on this. It's a big thing, and we're really excited to get underway with it. How's it all rolling out so far? First thing I want to say is I love that how many departments and how many teams and all the schools coming behind it because I think we're practicing what we preach. It takes a village and it takes all of our strengths and talents to come together to pull off something amazing for our kids. Um, the process that it's looking like is over the rest of this month. So throughout September and October, we'll be getting the words out to schools, letting them know what the opportunity is. And then in November, students uh, will be completing their applications and then we'll make the, se the selections. And after that, we're bringing parents to the table. We want parents to get involved. We want them to get their buy-in and their support, and then the official kickoff will be in January. And this is rolling out to our high schools this year. Middle schools are going to join the excitement next year. You can check the latest issue of the Bethel Pride magazine for more information about this, and it also has a QR code you can scan to fill out the application. Now, Darius, you're in your new role as Director of Community Connections, and this is just one thing on your plate, and it is student-focused. How do you see your department being focused on students throughout the school year? All right, so it really goes back to that. It takes a village uh, mindset and mentality, and our focus really is just working with schools and making sure that we're getting the right messaging out and trying to figure out what wraparound services are really needed for our students, um, bringing in different resources. As we've all heard out here, it's a resource desert. We don't have access to a lot of the opportunities that some neighboring school districts have, so sometimes we have to bring those resources to us, figure out how we can get kids to them. So our focus is really going to be what barriers are there, what barriers are there in the community, and then also what opportunities are there in the community, what opportunities are in our schools, how can we leverage those, and then also leverage the opportunities that we have and the grants and things that we have to bring to our students to give them um, an even better experience than they have been getting in the past. Absolutely. And if you want to hear more about what resources we're lacking out here in Bethel, be sure to listen to last week's show. We had Superintendent Tom Siegel on the show, and we talked a lot about that. So Darius, another big part of your job is running All Bethel Community Day. Tell us a bit about that and what people can expect on October 7th. What I found in this role is we have an amazing team of community members, Bethel School District staff, parents behind the whole project. So that's amazing to see now on this side versus just being a community member. Some things that we can expect, we have community-based organizations coming out to tell what kind of resources that they have. We have face painting, just some fun activities for our students. Um, one of the cool things that I love is we also have some student groups coming out to show what they do, perform, and really just give them a platform to show our community some of the great things that we're doing in our district. It is going to be a great day. Saturday, October 7th at Graham Capowson High School, All Bethel Community Day, or ABC Day, will run from 9 to 3 
3 p.m. You know, we didn't even bring up the student performances. And this is what the pros call a tease, because next week, Doug and I are going to be talking about our first concerts ever. And Darius, while we got you in studio, we got to ask, what was your first show? Don't remember my first show, but I remember my favorite one is I opened up for Casey and the Sunshine Band. And what was memorable about that is he was an amazing performer, super sweaty, and he kicked us out of our dressing room once he got there. Wait, 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 hang on. We got to stop you there. You opened for Casey and the Sunshine Band? Yeah, part of my other life is writing music and performing, and for that specific show, I was part of a cover funk band, and so they'd bring me out and I'd rap, you know, spit some bars real quick, be a little highlight of the show, and then duck back into my corner. That is truly bizarre and impressive. Renaissance man Darius Alexander, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well... We're not going to beat that next week. I'm just going to say the first show I went to, and you're going to say the first show you went to. It's all downhill from here, Connor. Well, it's been diminishing returns for a long time, so. (laughs) We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening.